Hello and welcome to What the Focaccio with me, Bettina Campolucci-Bordi and me, Nikki Webster. Our podcast is all about sharing our passion for the things we eat, good food and the people behind it. We are delighted to announce that this season is sponsored by Stonely Wines. Their premium wines come all the way from Marlborough, New Zealand. It is made from 100% sustainably sourced grapes and are vegan certified. And we have a unique discount code for our listeners. You can get 20% off Stonely Sauvignon Blanc exclusively on Amazon using the code STONELY20. So, Bettina, how is it exciting, is it, that we're actually on our fifth season of the podcast? I know, really exciting. Five seasons in with some amazing, amazing sponsors um, and some guests and stuff. yeah, guests and sponsors. Yes, guests and sponsors. I was about to say that. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, I think we've, uh, you know, become better with time on having chats, haven't we? And we've had some incredible people uh on this season five really really excited to uh, share all the golden nuggets with people right definitely I mean I, I personally find it just super inspiring I, I mean every time we chat to someone amazing and it, all, all of their sort of you know varied experiences um it's just so inspiring don't you think definitely and also there's so many avenues to food it's not just cooking um and that's it's, it's an exciting space to be in it is an ever-changing Exactly. So speaking of food and drinks, we've obviously got an incredible sponsor called Stony Wines. We have. And uh, we both like drinking wine, don't we? Oh, well, I'm, well, I don't know. I mean, I'm a, I'm a massive wine drinker. No, I mean, fan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, well, you know, I love a, a glass of wine. I do love a glass of wine as well. So I'm a red wine drinker. Mm-hmm. Well, you are. Oh, I mean, I will have a glass of red wine, but you know, what white wine's a bit more more party, don't you think? Oh, I can't. Yeah, well, I can't. I can't drink white wine. Um, yeah. just just because it um it doesn't suit me in terms of it doesn't agree with me. What happens? What what happens if you drink white wine? Um, I think it's just probably a little bit too acidic. Uh, so if I drink white wine, I just I can't. I don't sleep very well. I wake up in the middle of the night. I kind of get a bit of a tummy ache. Mm. Uh, same thing happens with rosé. I mean, I I have gone down the rabbit hole of having rosé and then fully, absolutely yeah. regret it. Uh, uh, stick and to red wine. wine. Yeah, so I stick to my red wine. So, so what's your favourite? Tell me all. Have you got a number um, of favourites? Well, I think I've got quite a few different favourites. I mean... Oh my gosh, sorry, that's my cat <laughs> meowing in the background. All good. Um, I've got quite a few favourites. I think for me, it's really important where the wine comes from and that it's good quality. I think there's a huge difference between having a good quality glass of wine comparatively to a bad quality glass of wine. I think your head also feels it the next day. Um, I know. I don't know if that's you know something that I'm making up, but I can definitely, I think, it definitely makes a difference how you're produced, where it's produced, all of those things. I mean, there's got to be something in that, hasn't there? It's like with everything, there's, you know, a kind of think care and quality, you know, with food and, and drinks makes you feel a bit better. Yeah, definitely. 
Um, so, but I want to dig in this a little bit more. So, are you? What do you have? Like a great preference? Favorite great? I like a Malbec, but I'm also partially Bulgarian. So, Bulgaria is a big wine producing country, and they produce uh, grapes that are, one of them is called Mavrut, which is quite a sort of heavyweight type of grape, which is really nice. We Wait, is, recently... is it is it is it fruity or is it quite tanny? Uh, it's quite fruity. Yeah, and sort of leans to more towards the the heavier side but mm. we and then it's interesting to go to places like turkey where you and i went recently yeah and they had a few special varieties of um of grapes didn't they um, really unique and, ones actually which i'd not encountered before so that was fascinating exactly i was in romania this week uh had also very nice wine romania is also a big wine producing country mm. really think of sort of yeah, Turkish, Romanian wine, those kind of things. So, um, yeah, I think it's exciting. It's like food. There's so many varieties. There's so many different ways of producing wine. Um, obviously, we're working with Stonely Wines. Yeah. Who are amazing. They happen to be vegan. Vegan um, and sustainably sourced, which is super cool. Yeah, exactly. And I suppose, do you do you choose vegan wines when you do? Is that really important to you? If there's a choice, then I would absolutely choose a vegan wine. And also probably, I mean, in the ideal world, it'd be kind of vegan, organic, you know, sulfate-free, but, you know, but I am also a pragmatist. So if there's something, you know, that looks lovely and interesting and good quality, I will, you know, I'll I'll have that as well. But um, yeah. yeah, of course, in the ideal world, I'd absolutely have all those things. A lot of people don't know why, what vegan wine means. Yeah, so so my understanding is that it's um, the animal products that are used in the clarifying process, and, yeah. I, th- and I think that's kind of fish skin or um, milk. Sometimes there's like some kind of like milk products and things. Oh yeah, I think it's whey, isn't it? Yeah, um, I think so. Fish scales. Yeah, like yeah. So I mean, unless you actually, because I think a lot of people would actually just assume that wine is vegan. Why wouldn't be? Wouldn't it be? It's made of grapes. But yeah. um, I mean, there's more awareness now, and I think there's a lot more kind of like a clear indication on bottles. But yeah. I think it's only really been in the last few years, hasn't it, that it's actually been a little bit clearer? Yeah, definitely. And also, I guess wineries realizing that it can very easily be vegan. Yeah, naturally. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah. Sort of eliminating that that process, which is really good. It just opens the market, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, you know, why, why wouldn't it be? Why? Why not? You know. Um, so uh, my favourite grape is uh, probably I've got two basically Chardonnay, mm. Chardonnay and Sauvignon Blanc. You, you probably know this already. I do, and I, I love the fact that you're so specific about it as well. Like those are the two. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've been drinking wine for a long time, Bettina. You know, <laughs> you, get, you get to know your grapes, but there's a lot, there's a lot of variance between you know those types of grapes in different countries. So, you know, definitely um oh we have the emir was it the emir grape yes that That was lovely that was very nice so that was a white variety wasn't it yes really lovely so i was going to ask you have you in your head have you got kind of any standout moments any like really special wines that you've drunk you know in any location across the world um i recently went to um a press event that mm. was promoting the Bilbao area, which mm-hmm. is country in Spain. And 
came across a wine that had been aged underwater. Wow. Which was really, really interesting. Uh, I think as far as sort of, yeah, I think that's, that's definitely something, it happened a few weeks ago. I, uh, I met you after, Bettina. I know you enjoyed the wine very much. Oh my God, I'm not sure I remembered very much. <laughs> <laughs> it was a 90-minute sit-down. Yeah. <laughs> wine and food pairing. Lovely. Uh, and I won the bottle in a, like a raffle thing. <laughs> oh, that was the, the amazing one that had all that, the, like, like crusty, crusty stuff on the outside. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's behind me, actually. Yeah. Um, so I found that really, really interesting. I guess there's there's a lot of interesting things happening with wine at the moment uh, and different varieties. And I, I think that there's a lot of, uh, of the old grape varieties coming to life. There's definitely, I definitely see that there's um, uh, natural wines. Yeah, for sure. Definitely back on the horizon. I remember bringing a bottle of natural wine to uh, a friend's house. Uh, for a dinner party and then opening up the wine and everyone was like oh my gosh this wine's off yeah like, no it's natural it's yeah. organic <laughs> um and now it's like one of the in things definitely uh, really coming back so that's quite interesting to see yeah and a lot more uk production as well yes which is quite exciting actually um which is really really good yeah um but let's add have you ever been to New Zealand, which is where Stonely Wines? I've is- never, I've never been to New Zealand actually. One of my really good, my, my, one of my um, best friends from primary school. She lived in twenty five years, uh, twenty five years in New Zealand, and she, because um, she's been noticed that we've been kind of talking about this, and she's like, it, you know, Stonely is amazing. So uh, she's she's a she's a massive fan, and she's you know drinking loads of Stonely in New Zealand for years, but she's back now. Oh, amazing! So that's that's good. Stonely Have Wines to- would like to New Zealand. <laughs> hint, hint. Oh yes. <laughs> Have you been to New Zealand? Have you been to New Zealand? No, haven't been to New Zealand. Haven't been to Australia. I'm kind of thinking uh, that I would like to go to both, mm. but I need probably at least four weeks, maybe five. You do. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, uh, and maybe combine it with a bit of work. Who knows? Mm, sounds good put it put it out there Bettina yes uh Nicole who I work with is very eager for me to go to Australia yeah so I think we're going to try and make that happen at some point yeah we actually should get some input from Nicole about her what was her favorite what's her favorite wine yes that is that's a that's a good that's a good shout um no so I'd love to go to New Zealand I've obviously heard really good things they really generally care about sourcing where food comes from, they're really into regenerative farming, um, you know, all the things that both you and I really love and rate, I suppose. So it's an amazing opportunity that we've been able to work with these guys. Yeah, it is. It is. And um, and certainly for, you know, all the content we've been creating throughout the, the, the podcast process, um, you know, I've certainly been, I, I've certainly been enjoying many glasses of Stone Lee <laughs> to, 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 to pair with our, our podcast guests, um, um yeah little creations that we're making so yeah been very much enjoying that so speaking of food and wine uh how do you feel about cooking with wine do you think that's like a waste or does it enhance the process <laughs> well i mean i mean i was if i was cooking a risotto or something i would certainly add some wine but yeah. 
I would also, because the wines, I love the wines that are in my fridge, I would feel kind of aggrieved about putting it in the food as well. Because mm. I'd probably want to drink it. Yeah. What, 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 what about you? Um, I think there's definitely, I think you can drink and cook with wine. I mean, a splash of wine and something still, you know, you can still sort of taste it. Yeah, but I think that's, that's, that's right. You know, you only need a splash, don't you? So yeah, I, I, think, I, I think you don't necessarily need quite quite a lot of it, but a, a splash and a sauce, Yeah, splash and a risotto. Yeah, it's perfect. It's also actually a great way of, um, I don't know, I guess a lot of people, maybe not a lot of people, but sometimes I just fancy a glass of wine mm -hmm. or two, and then you're kind of left. And then maybe the next day you don't fancy wine. And then you're kind of left with like a third of a bottle. Yeah. And I guess it's a great way of not wasting any yeah. food and reducing it and um, slow cooking stuff in it. So definitely, definitely. I'm, I'm, I'm all for that. Yeah, it's definitely not something that you should be throwing away. I would I would I would feel more upset about throwing away wine than uh, using it in food. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's for sure. So I was, I was going to tell you about um so my uh actually kind of like some of the best wine I've ever tasted is actually some Spanish wine as well um because you know I've not got a place in Catalonia and yeah. there's this there's this amazing vineyards there um there's also a kind of like a, a restaurant at the at the vineyards and it's a place called uh, Castel del Remey and they've got they produce a lot of um kind of regional regional wine and it's and I suppose it's all part of the experience of being away and in the sun and all of those things but um that oh honestly some of the best wine I've ever 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 tasted so good yeah it's um yeah Spain's good I lived in yeah. Spain for 12 years and yeah always always get nice wine in Spain even from the little sort of tapas bars and things like that yeah Just, uh, yeah it's definitely sort of a culture of having a little tipple Exactly. So what was what was the first? I mean, when did you start drinking wine? When you were younger, did you drink like other stuff or what? Oh my gosh, when did I start drinking? So I grew up in Sweden. Uh, and I think similarly to the UK, kids in Sweden start drinking quite early on, especially mm. my generation. I don't I don't know if that's the case with with the generation now. I think mm, like maybe not. I don't think the the younger generation now definitely don't drink as much as we did. I think. Um, so I started drinking relatively early, like thirteen, which is terribly Ooh. early. Yes, <laughs> I know, bad. Um, but that is quite normal for Sweden. Yeah. To sort of have your first tipple, and what you would do is, you'd go into your parents' bar, and then for them to not notice that you were experimenting with alcohol you would just take a little bit from each bottle oh classic and uh, it would turn into something it was like in, translated in english it was like witch potion oh god it, yeah terrible that's lethal um but because i my mum's half bulgarian we used to spend a lot of summers in bulgaria so wine was always kind of part of me growing up yeah we always had wine around so I guess and then it, very much like Italy you sort of taste wine from a very young mm -hmm. age 
Um, so it's kind of always been around. But yeah, no, my early teen days of drinking witchy stuff is terrible. Absolutely terrible. Everyone, to be recommended. Everyone does it though, don't they? It's kind of, you know. <laughs> and also there's no concept that, you know, you only need a teensy, teensy little bit. Um, exactly. How about you? <laughs> uh, well, I mean, my... Well, I mean, a little bit later, to be honest, Bettina, but, um, <laughs> uh, but I, I mean, we, I mean, you used to occasionally have like little bits of cider and things from, you know, when, when I was on holiday with my parents and, uh, and then there was actually, you know, my first wine experiences, because it was, wasn't when I was going out, the first I going out when I was kind of more in like sixth form and things, there was no, there was, wasn't really any wine in pubs. So I kind of just had, you know, cider, I was, you know, quite studenty for a long time, but, um, uh, but my mum, but occasionally there'd be things like, you know, lots of German wine in the shops that my mum would have and I'd kind of attempt to drink that. But I think it was more like in my, maybe my, you know, after uni that, um, or in my mid-twenties, that lots of, you know, more delicious wines started appearing in the in the bars and things, which is yeah, did you have happy days. Called, did you have something called the Blue Nun? There was Blue Nun. There was like, uh, there was one called Lee Frambelch. There was Lombrosco was a very big one. <laughs> <laughs> Lambrini uh, oh, yeah. Those uh, were the days. and it was kind of those were the popular ones that all the mums drunk yeah um, so funny. yeah and then yeah, feel old or uh, older yeah exactly <laughs> well I'm ancient so yeah <laughs> uh, but I'm very happy there's lots of amazing choices now yeah there is it's uh it's great it's there's there's lots of choice there's some really really good stuff out there um and you know circling back to stone lee being um a great choice oh it's um honestly and I, I didn't know it but you i mean i know that you're maybe a little towards more towards red but for me it's absolutely delicious it's like super zesty and zingy and yeah so yeah, so fresh, yeah really fresh and delicious it's perfect for the spring weather that we've been waiting for yeah uh, i mean Speaking of the weather, it's been a terrible winter. So lo lots of opportunities to, it's a perfect sort of go in the park. Yeah. And a type of wine, isn't it? And kind of like parties, having friends around. It's yeah. like, you know, crowd pleaser, very delicious. And um, what about what about wine pairing? Like, do you ever think about that with food? Um, yeah, definitely. I think some of the dishes that um, we've done for the episodes, even... Um, I did a risotto for James Golding's episode. Yeah. And um, I did a salad for the previous one, which mm -hmm. was the boys. And I think, you know, salad is something that you think, can you pair a wine with salad? But I totally think that you can, especially if it's crisp and zingy and it's yeah. summer outside and you just want something light. And if you want the salad to be slightly heavier, you can just add some marinated pasta to it or some marinated grains and put it through and it's just a really easy thing to do and carry outside and have with a nice glass of wine oh totally that's making me want it but you are very good at salads so it's one of your yeah, salads yeah. Is, you love salad i do i do but you know not boring salads it's gotta no have a, bit of, a little bit of everything yeah sure. exactly and maybe it's like kind of like maybe have to think about the acidity of the dressing or something when you're yeah, I always put something sweet into a salad. Yeah, um, always add like maple syrup or something to sort of take the edge off. So, well, sweet, salty, acidic, and then using a good oil 
as a as a base and mm. you know olive oil there's lot, lots of different tonalities of olive oil you know you can have something that's really yeah. earthy and grassy um, or light and fresh mm. yeah exactly yeah. oh it makes me hungry Bettina <laughs> what's your favorite pairing uh I mean quite frankly I do think that white wine goes with most things but um um I and I would I don't know I mean for me the only thing is that if because I do like a glass of red wine but I have more of a kind of association of like sitting and watching a movie and like being cozy and having like a glass of red wine so I would always pretty much um pair white wine of some variety with food mm -hmm. um but um, yeah, I think both my favourites, like Sauvignon Blanc and Chardonnay, are pretty good with all kind of veg-based dishes, pestos, salads, greens. You know, I think they work really well. Yeah, definitely. Well, I think if you're if you're around anywhere and you see Stonely Wines, I urge you to give it a go. Whoever's listening, um, it's a nice, crisp, zingy, delicious. Goes with many things. Um, sustainably sourced it's all good isn't it yeah sustainably sourced and vegan so it ticks all of our boxes and we've it's been an absolute honor working with them it's been a pleasure hasn't it and also our amazing guests which have been super inspiring yeah exactly uh so lots of things to to learn from from everyone so we hope that you'll give it a listen yay guys i want to say thank you so much for listening in it's been an absolute pleasure yeah, and thank you to our, both our guests and sponsors. We've had so much fun um, recording this season and I really hope that everyone else enjoys it as well. Thank you so much for listening to What the Catcher. I hope you enjoyed our food conversations and please do have a listen to the rest of the episodes to hear more brilliant stories about everything and anything to do with food. And a big thank you to our sponsors, Stonely Wines, premium wine from Marlborough, New Zealand. It is made from 100% sustainably sourced grapes and is vegan certified. And use our exclusive discount code for 20% off Stonely Sauvignon Blanc exclusively on Amazon using the code STONELY20. And please do give us a five-star rating if you've enjoyed the podcast. It really does help to spread the word. And if you want to follow Bettina and myself, you can find us on Instagram at Bettina's Kitchen and Rebel Recipes. Thanks so much for listening and we'll be back soon. Bye.